0: Welcome into the Spartan Red Zone podcast right here on Impact 89FM. I'm your host, Zach Sinek, along with my co-hosts Liam Jackson, Zach Slowik, and Cam McLaren as we are getting ready for a big-time week in the Michigan State football season. It's rivalry week for the Spartans, taking on the Michigan Wolverines in Ann Arbor on Saturday, otherwise known as hate week in the state of Michigan, we're gonna break it all down for you first guys we got to recap a game from last week right uh
1: not michigan state because ah you're right yes they did not lose last week they 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 also
0: did not win it's been two weeks since they've lost boys they did not play who'd have thought because i would say that no one can lose to bye but according to a tiktok i saw a couple weeks ago the detroit lions found a way to lose to bye sorry liam my condolences
2: I'm kind of—I'm numb already <laughs> again this year, so whatever. But
0: not to the Pistons, right? You're still hype on the Pistons, or are you numb yet?
2: I'm hype. Cade's having a good game tonight, so that's all, that, that's the only thing
0: keep me going Detroit sports-wise.
2: Well, the I'll, Wings— the Wings, Wings, Wings. We're the last team to lose in regulation until they lost yesterday. But. I saw
0: a thing—so, uh, for context, everybody, we're recording this Wednesday night. So I saw a thing before Tuesday's game. Someone posted on Twitter after Dylan Larkin scored to put the Wings up 1-0 early— on New Jersey last night and said the wings are good with a question mark and then they gave up four goals in a row in the second period or yeah. end of the first and in the second period and they I think they lost what, 6-2? Yeah, 6-2. Oh yeah, they still, they, still they still might be. I just thought it was funny. But um, yeah, so games from last week in general. There, it was a pretty weak slate, honestly. There were a couple good games here and there. Clemson-Syracuse turned out to be a good one. Uh, Oregon-UCLA was a good game for Mr. Slowick. Go Ducks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and the other game that really just turned out to be kind of a dud was Ole Miss LSU. Yeah. Ole Miss jumped out way in front early, then they lost by like twenty, and it was just depressing for my pick'em. I had a rough week in the pick'em, but we'll get to that later. We've got a lot in store for you guys today. We've got our players of the week, our frame unit of the week. We've got a position by position breakdown between Michigan State and Michigan and our predictions in the Pick'em all coming up, but first I want you guys to – what was your favorite moment from a game last week or your favorite game? What did you watch last week on your day off for the first time we've had a Saturday off since August?
2: Um, My favorite was for a hot second thinking Iowa was going to hang with Ohio State. (laughs) I Uh, forgot about that game too. It looked looked like their defense was was playing well after uh, they scored another defensive touchdown. And then it turns out that um, Ohio State is still Ohio State. And I was still Iowa. And they're good at Spe- football. Spencer Petras uh, got benched. Um, and did they bench him? I yeah. didn't get to watch the end of that game.
1: Yeah. It's about time. He went uh, six for fourteen for forty-nine yards and two interceptions. So they I went to
0: Alex Padilla. I, yes, I wish. And he, he went he five for
1: ten right. for thirty-two and in an interception.
2: Yeah. I yeah. wish. I wish both of them the best in life. It just doesn't seem like being a quarterback at a high level is is what they're. Unless to
0: be. Spencer Petras is playing twenty twenty Michigan State. Because I'm still convinced that that is the biggest reason he has a job as a quarterback, because he torched Michigan State en route to a 49 to seven game to greet Zach Srdanic into the world of calling Michigan State football. He
2: was a quarterback of a, a Big Ten title, um, Big Ten title team, Big Ten title, appearance. Big Ten West,
0: yeah, championship team.
2: Yeah, but he did. He was a quarterback in Indianapolis in a Big Ten championship.
0: Yes, and they lost that game. What 49 to 14?
2: That'll probably be a. Uh, Trivia question down the
0: line. What's a trivia question? Go ahead.
2: Oh, we got like (laughs) a style now. Uh, I don't know. Who was the worst quarterback to ever coach knew. I was waiting for you to go there. That's why I was making you say it. Big 10 championship game.
0: All right. We're going to skip over Sloak, have him go in a minute because we know what his is going to be. No, you don't actually. I'm going to switch it up. Oh, all right. Yeah,
1: everybody thinks I'm going to go with the Ducks, but (laughs) I'll touch on the Ducks later. Um, Mine is going to be I was the only one last week who said Wisconsin um, was worth anything as a football program. Everybody else said Purdue was going to roll them. Um, Graham Mertz threw for more yards against Purdue than he did against Michigan State, which is a surprise to everyone in the country. He
2: wasn't beaten Wisconsin in like 16 years. He
1: threw for 203 yards and two touchdowns. (laughs) Uh, Braylon Allen played not even three quarters and ran for over 100. Uh, Isaac giordano who i said his name wrong constantly i think you're saying his name wrong
0: right now if we're being honest i'm pretty sure it's Guardano. though
1: but... well, the same i was close
0: that <laughs> think, one was better it's g-u-e-r-d-a-n-o whatever i think he ran for
1: 72 yards on seven carries so just absolutely pounding the ball skyler bell had himself a day and i was right i I got that we'll touch on the pick but i was the only one who got it right and it feels nice that was my favorite uh,
3: part. Hey, I'm happy for you.
1: Yeah, I thank you. I needed it. It's a moral victory. Cam,
3: I that mean, I kind of have be. to go home with this one. And it's Baylor still beating Kansas. Kansas coming in, you know, going five and zero. Game. All of a sudden, they're five and two. They go in to I think it's McLean Stadium, if I remember correctly. McLaren? I've... No, McLean. <laughs> uh, it is McLean Stadium. It's beautiful. It's right off of I-35. Um. They go in and try to get a victory, and Baylor says no. And Baylor, in typical Baylor fashion, decided not to close out a game until late in that game and finally did something about it because they let Kansas come back. So, yeah, Sikkim Bears, they're back. Well, sort of, not really. Uh, Kansas is reeling, and it would be, Liam, it w- really would be a shame if they missed ball bowl game because hot start and then just three straight losses. They'll always have game day.
0: They will always, always have game
2: day.
3: They will. Rock Chalk. I okay. so we're
2: doing a eulogy for Kansas. they so are still 5-2. and two. <laughs> Right. <laughs> they'll, they'll be fine. They're, they're going to the
3: Gasparilla Bowl. All
0: right, I'll be honest. I didn't watch a ton of football this weekend. I, I tried to take my day off and enjoy it. I watched a little bit of the Ohio State game. Uh, that was brutal. And then I watched some of the Cuse game. I guess I'll talk about that one. The Syracuse-Clemson game. Poor, poor Otto the Orange. Yes, yep. they covered. They helped me in the pick but man, that's a brutal way to lose that game.
2: They were good until the fourth I, quarter. What I have to say about that game is I never in my life thought that during a week eight matchup, during a week eight Syracuse matchup, the thought that this team might actually end up in the playoff crossed my mind. <laughs> yep, mine so, too. But Yep, you know, they're like, football school now. But Clemson's defense proved to be hey. super, super legit still. Um... And DJ has been up and down another bad game, but he's also put up some crazy numbers in the uh few weeks prior, so I don't really know what to think about them, but it I think they were the more talented team and they got it done. It was just upsetting to see 'cause I was I think everyone was rooting for Syracuse.
0: I would agree. Oh, you could tell
2: I was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I needed that. I just realized I was I just looked at the doc and realized I was almost gonna steal uh yeah Cam's powerhouse frame. Of the week, so I have to change mine. But sorry, with that, since we've got a longer preview coming up, we'll get into our players of the week. We're gonna go with this one, but I'm gonna let Slowik intro it because I think he needs to. So, Slowik, you can take the host for a second.
1: And this week, SRZ Bo Nix Heisman, player of the week. I'm gonna let Liam start with it because <laughs> uh, he stole my pick. And I wonder who that oh, is, okay. and I, I who is that, Liam?
2: Okay, let me. Let, I'm gonna take the host away from Soka right now. <laughs> yeah, see, you gonna,
1: can't give me too much. You can't give me too much power. I'll so run with it.
2: I stole his reoccurring pick of Bo Nix because I have an agenda to push, and that agenda is that when I'm wrong, I, I admit that I'm wrong. And he stole my thunder again by naming the player of the week, the Bo Nix player of the week. So touche. That's fine. Uh, Bo Nix is my player of the week, and it's gonna be a theme for me f- um, for my. Uh, player in powerhouse unit of the week. But I'm on an apology to her right now. Um Bo Nix might actually be good. He probably should have just went to Oregon in the first place. Maybe I would have a different opinion on him. So I'm blaming that on him for making his uh for starting at Auburn and being mid at Auburn. But he's legit now he is thrown for nearly two thousand yards, seventeen touchdowns, only three interceptions. Uh and he just torched U C L A five total touchdowns um uh, or five yeah, five total touchdowns, all passing. Um, two hundred eighty three yards. He also had fifty one yards on the ground, and he's the quarterback of a pretty pretty dang good Oregon team, so I would just like to apologize to Mr. bonix Uh you, you might you might have passed the mid status. You might be all right.
1: Wow. Yeah, I wow. mean I, he, I, he's beating the allegations. He not only is <laughs> no. he beating him, <laughs> yeah. he in that my In my opinion and Made uh, those charges. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and a good friend of the program, actually part of the program, Matt Merrifield. Uh we were just flabbergasted that as of right now he's not top four. Top in,
0: tier word choice right there, flabbergasted.
1: Yeah, it's 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 out of this world that he's not in the Heisman talks. Um he looks very good. That's all I have to say.
0: All right, I'll go next.
1: Prime Cam Newton.
0: I'll or go next right. because <laughs> because this is named someone for Heisman, and so I had to do it. Also, he's been balling, so I'm going Kenneth Walker. That's a terrible, doesn't <laughs> play college football. I respect it. I he love it. But out. yeah, hey, you speaking, know what? You post a, a I'm going NFL Kenneth Walker. Looks like
3: they're playing college football. I also said, True.
0: as I said, I didn't watch a ton of college football this week, and uh, the the Syracuse Clemson game, the only team that actually looked good. Lost the game. So there's that. So Kenneth Walker was balling. He has a top-tier new profile picture on Twitter if you haven't seen that Mm -hmm. picture yet. It's hilarious. He's a funny Uh, guy. Scores a touchdown, and the lady in the end zone is flipping him off. And he has the picture of him like holding his arms up to the crowd, and she's flipping him off in the background. That's his new profile picture. It's hilarious. Um, But also he's balling, and... You guys took my other picks. So. Give Kenneth him an Walker. Offensive
2: Rookie of the Year. He deserves hardware. He's the new odds-on getting... favorite. For real, for real. He deserves, he's he gonna deserves be... hardware after getting uh, after snubbed. getting snubbed from the Snub. He
1: He's yeah. going to be battling Bailey Zappi, but that's okay. <laughs> Bailey uh,
0: Zappi's not the starter there
3: anymore. Apparently. Yeah, yeah another would chalk up a win for the J-E-T-S-Jets, Jets, Jets.
1: Yeah, he might be. Um,
2: we bringing it back to college or no? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gonna bring can. it back to
1: college. I'm gonna bring it. Unfortunately, bring it back to college. Even though uh, I got mad at this, will be the last thing anyone says on this. Uh, people, the Seahawks tweeted another touchdown for K9, and people were like, "New nickname for Kenneth Walker. He's been K9 since he entered East Lansing. I'm pretty sure he was K9 before That's that. That's enough of that." Uh, I'll go. uh, Obviously, Liam rudely stole mine. Uh, It would have been the third week out of the last four that I (laughs) took Bo Nix. No, NCAA should,
0: football 23 should, cover athlete, no, Bo Nix. you
2: should get his jersey and wear it to our next our jersey-themed meeting.
1: You know what? If I had the funds <laughs> to buy a jersey, Bo Nix might just be at the top of the list. Um,
3: hey, send this to him. He might.
1: Yeah, you know what? A- Bo, if you're listening, um, please, oh, send I'm sure me, he is. please send me a jersey. Mr.
0: Sloak is the president I, of your fan club. I
1: went from being one of your biggest haters— all on blame of Liam, and now I'm the largest supporter. But I'm going to take a quarterback who's probably just a little bit better than you for my uh, Bo Nix-Heisman. No jersey for you. Yeah, make sure <laughs> yeah. cut the clip right there. Yeah, just cut it right there. I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud. Uh, had a very impressive game against a pretty good Iowa defense. Yes, defense, not offense. Uh, 20 for 30, 286, four touchdowns. I don't think he played that whole game either. Uh, so I'm gonna give it to C.J. Stroud for just looking impressive, um, but I think Bo Nix could still beat him out for Heisman in the long run.
2: I know. Okay, you said pretty good. I know we make fun of Iowa a lot, but I think that's more than a pretty good defense. I think they're just a good. I think Illinois. Defense. I think
1: I think Illinois has an elite defense. Haven't they
2: given up? Uh, I'm not gonna say anything crazy, but I think they've given up like less. Like they average, Illinois, yes. Illinois is the number one defense in the country. Yeah, they have yes. like eight point nine points. Yeah, they have
0: the number one scoring defense in the country. Yeah, yeah. they're wow. it's ridiculous. They're
1: phenomenal. I mean, Iowa gave up fifty four this week, but they were playing Ohio State, so yeah. that's why I'm that's why I call them pretty good and yeah, they're, they're they're good. Yeah, fifty four is a lot of it, points.
3: I, I, Illinois Iowa, is good in the Big Ten West. Yeah, Ohio State true. is Ohio State though. Yeah. That's true. That Ohio State's going the to they're
1: going to Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. they yeah. are going to keep doing. All right, Cam.
3: All right. Yep. So for me, we're going a little bit outside. Uh we're actually we're gonna go back to the West Coast, I should say. I got running back Damian Martinez for the Oregon State Beavers. hundred and seventy eight yards. Beavers, baby. One hundred and seventy eight yards on twenty two carries, three tutties for him, a career high in rushing yards, as Oregon State completely obliterated the Buffaloes Colorado of Colorado. It was a good so. day for Oregon. Very good day for Oregon. Not a, another bad day for Colorado. Yes, they, they, made, the, they
2: they got to the storm the field this year, so they're well, having a good year. Yeah, they're Still, having a good time. They won a football game. They, they won have, a football game and
3: stormed week. the field, but yet the week before their mascot was playing
0: solitaire by himself. That's
3: okay. I mean, it's something's rotten in the state of Colorado.
0: Yeah. Still rotten. Hey, Colorado State won a game yesterday, though. Woo! They beat, Rams. They beat other Michigan opponent this season, Hawaii, <laughs> by three points. So to get there's both of those teams every, to two and five.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say every team. Uh, no, I'm sure there's a, a team out there that only has one win. I don't Probably know why UConn. I was gonna say that.
0: No, UConn has a couple wins.
3: Akron, I think, has one win.
0: Um, Akron's elite. Yeah, Akron's a top tier football team, boys.
1: That's gonna get Michigan State into a bowl game. <laughs> that win over Akron,
0: <laughs> if they if they get to six, which I'm not sure they will. But hey, we'll hey! Talk hey. About it. All right, are we going into powerhouse frame unit of the week? I yeah, think we are. I think Michelle- All right, so. I will take back the host mic and I'll start Yeah take it away from me please And Everything I will go with way. Tulane The group of five New Year's six bowl representative Calling it now The Tulane green wave We watched them on our flight to Washington There's some dogs They beat Houston They're seven and one And we are vibing also The other team with one win The Northwestern Wildcats and the number and their one win was
2: they they haven't they have not won in this
0: continent. They have not. They beat Nebraska in Dublin and then they lost to an FCS team, but we have to address this now that Northwestern has been brought up. There is a way. Oh yeah. That
2: <laughs> there is.
0: All 7 teams in the Big 10 West can tie. And Northwestern at 4 and 8 can go to the Big 10 championship and then pull an upset. <laughs> and win the Big Ten, but not be eligible for a bowl game at five and eight. That, and win the Big Ten. Well, I thought please. if you win the Big
1: Ten, I, you automatically yeah. get a bowl
0: bid. Doesn't matter record. You might be right, know. which would be even funnier to send five and eight Northwestern to the Rose Bowl. Oh, oh they would get the Rose. <laughs> Let's bowl. Let's do it, boys! <laughs> and they would get trounced by the Ducks. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, sickos committee on Twitter. They're the ones that post the graphic somebody else posted the way that you do it be, that would so, be right, bad we're we're going off the rails here yeah. we're going to we're going to well. run well, through well, this i uh, guess
1: that that led me right to where i was though oh, i was just going to run through the graphic oh well i was going to tell you the ways yeah you tell you tell me the ways uh while there's you're looking world, for that i'm going to say go ducks powerhouse frame of the week 554 yards looking elite possibly i don't know why i don't think anybody has talked about him they only have one loss to Georgia. If they win the Pac-12, they're probably in the College
0: Football Playoff Maybe. with one loss to Georgia.
2: It wasn't just a loss. <laughs>
0: they lost forty-nine to. Th- they might get a revenge game. I don't think they will because I think people because are going to look Michigan, at it and Michigan or say, "Michigan Ohio
2: State with one loss are getting it, is getting it over." Well, the well, thing is, they're going to they look have at two losses.
0: Well, well, then that's different. Mm-hmm. They're going to well, look at Ohio State's not going to have two losses, but they're going to look at Oregon fair. and say. Do we want to see this again? We already saw them play Georgia. Do we really want to see this on the biggest stage?
2: Especially if Michigan and well, Ohio State are undefeated and they play a close game, there's no chance Oregon gets in over the. Loser so that that's game.
1: what I'm saying. Though. A one a one loss team with a conference championship doesn't get in yes, over a team. No. A one loss team. Correct. With... They would
0: not. Correct. Okay. Uh, not because, or just because I don't think they're going to want to see that game again. It's awesome. pac twelve. That's they, saying they, Georgia they stays at one against them, and also game. they're going they to have to beat Tennessee. Any... Like, we were Right, but then about if Oregon. somebody else beats Tennessee, that's assuming that, or that's saying that they're better than Georgia, who already beat this team by it's 50. A,
3: it doesn't matter because we're overlooking the biggest thing. Bo
0: It's Nicks the is Pac God. 12. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's, I'm sorry, guys.
3: It's the Pac 12.
1: Wait, wait, wait. But everybody was in on Washington possibly making it. Yeah, no, when, no, I if said they, the they Pac-12 were going to be undefeated, was, yeah. they were, well, they're not going to beat the Ducks. The Pac 12 has been no dead in the water since week
3: though. three. That's true. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, here's our way that there's a tie. So Illinois would have to go one and four the rest of the way. And only beat Michigan State. Oh. Rest hmm. in peace. Anyways, Iowa would have to go three and two, beat Northwestern, Purdue, and Nebraska, and lose to Wisconsin and Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota would have to go three and two, lose to Rutgers and Northwestern, <laughs> and beat Nebraska, Iowa, and Wisconsin. <laughs> lose to <the> Northwestern. <laughs> well, hey, we were just talking about smarts. Northwestern going to the Rose Bowl. So, you can lose Nebraska smarts. beat Illinois. Lose to Minnesota and Michigan, beat Wisconsin, and lose to Iowa, 2-3. and three. Northwestern lose its next two games against uh, Iowa and Ohio State, then rattle off three straight wins against Minnesota, Purdue, and Illinois. Ooh. Purdue lose to Iowa, Northwestern, and Indiana at some point, and beat Illinois. And Wisconsin going 2-2, two and two, beating Maryland and Iowa. Nebraska and Minnesota would beat Wisconsin. That would leave all seven teams with a 4-5 and five record in the Big Ten, Tiebreaker comes down to record in division, which in this scenario would go to none other than the Northwestern Wildcats.
2: Sounds plausible to me.
0: Yes. It, it, so you're we'll telling me there's a, a chance? We'll take it on a week right. by week. Could case. you imagine? <laughs> that would be so wild. We All right, we uh, Liam, so go ahead. Cat. All right. <laughs> is like yeah. in another world right now, trying to fit, trying to picture this.
2: Okay, like I said, uh, we t- I, we talked about it. Seems like an hour ago now. I am on an, an apology tour, uh, just reminding everybody. So my powerhouse frame of the week is Brian Kelly because we got we had our laps at Brian Kelly early in the season, but they will look now they just beat a top ten team at home handily. They're six and two with their um, a really bad loss week one, and if they don't mess that loss up, mess that game up horribly, you're looking at a seven one LSU team with its only loss to number three Tennessee. So. This is a LSU team that looks like they're gonna win eight, nine games this year and go to a decent bowl game with a lot of uh, momentum going into next year. So Brian Kelly might still be a pretty good football coach, and I would like to apologize.
0: Go Tigers. Yeah.
2: Go Tigers. All right, Cam. For
3: me, again, we're going back home. And this is just amazing. I get to say this. Fear the frog, boys. Let's go. TCU, don't call it a comeback, an actual comeback win over K-State. They are undefeated both in and out of conference. They are the team to beat in that area, in that hemisphere that is Texas and the Southwest. Now, mind you, they will probably lose to Texas if Quinn Ewers, yep, that game is played in November, so Quinn Ewers will probably bring back the frosted tips, will go absolutely out of his mind. They'll probably beat Baylor possibly beat isu that's going to be or iowa state that's going to be an absolute barn burner of a game it's probably going to be 17 to 14 but doesn't matter right now right here in this beautiful wednesday evening fear the frog everybody you will
0: hear me say this until they lose fear the frog the the problem is right now that they're they're good and they're not getting respected because of the fact that they are getting down in games and then waiting until the other team's best players get hurt, and then coming back. Hey, because they've done that back to back weeks. I know. You but... saying
1: they're causing injuries on purpose? No, well, I'm, hey, saying that, accusa- I'm just the accusation. I'm just forced, saying they're getting lucky. Top, other people, I that. Four straight
3: that. top twenty five wins. No, I think they're very they good. Also, they also trounce college football playoff. They also trounced the college that if they finish undefeated, they will.
0: But... Oh, yeah. But I was just saying that they were going to, or that that's why they weren't getting respect. Fear the fighting ex-Andy Daltons. Bring them back to the Rose Bowl. True that. All right, boys. Time to jump into the position-by-position breakdown of this one with Michigan State Michigan. We're going to start by going through each position on the field, each position group, and talking through which side has the advantage. We're going to each say which side we think has the advantage and why. And then we'll give our keys to the game and our picks. <laughs> I'm just reading the doc. Sorry, guys. All right. Um, we're going to start with the quarterback position. I think that this is pretty clear cut. I'll be honest with you. But I've heard some people say some other things. So we're going to start with Liam.
2: Uh, Yeah, I got to go Michigan with this one. Uh J.J. Has shown some flashes of um, some potential that he, he's pr- he's shown some five star flashes, I guess is what I'm trying to say with his legs, his ability to uh, to stretch plays out um, and just make make that the secondary have to cover for longer than than what they normally should against other quarterbacks. And he also isn't the, this isn't the offense where they just give him the keys and let him do whatever he wants. It's a they're very run run heavy style offense, so. Um, he isn't. He is a, a younger quarterback, but he also isn't tasked with all that much offensively, and uh, he's been pretty solid uh, making the throws he has to make. And Thorne on the other side, has shown flashes this year, but he's also shown some some tendencies that he um, just didn't have last year with some turnovers that were that have been uncharacteristic. And he did play well against Wisconsin, um, and he seemed to find a groove with Jaden Reed getting healthier, Keon Coleman, so. Uh, could be a sign of better things to come, possibly, for, for Thorne. But as of right now, uh, got to go J.J. in Michigan.
0: I would agree. I think the, I think J.J. has the advantage. I think Thorne has potential, as you said. But I, I think advantage J.J. Let's go to Sloick. Uh
1: I think J.J. is, is far more talented. Um, but he has yet to play in a game this big, especially rivalry, and start and play the entire game. Obviously, he played last year and had some mistakes. Um, so I'm not going to pick either. Uh, we have the option of even, but I keep on switching it every time you do, uh, to yeah. both <laughs> mid, also known as, I think coming into this game, JJ's more talented, Thorne has the experience. I think it's a more even playing field than people would think, even though JJ is much more talented. Um, so I'm just going to go with Neither. They're both okay. All right. I'm not I'm – not, he's, he's, he's a stud. He's a freak. He can run. He can throw. But is, I want to know what's in between the ears in a game
3: this large. All right, Cam? You see, like statistically speaking, th- like if you take a look at interceptions and you just – like the decision-making, statistically though, the has better statistics, better passing completion, or he's got more yards, I will tell you that over the year, but as you said, you Michigan is a run-heavy offense. To me, Thorne last year made better decisions than he has this year, and I think a lot of that came down to who he had in the backfield with him in relying on a guy like K-9 the entire year to get you out of bad situations. So for me, I'm actually going to have to side with Slowick just because I believe that J.J. in those plays that he did have last season coming in relief of McNamara he still looked befuddled I mean fumbles here there everywhere and to me I just I don't know what the decision making will be on a quarterback of his youth especially going into a game as big as this um now he does have the home crowd with him which should help him out immensely but I do think that sometimes certain things can get into your head and that's why I'm not really too high on Peyton Thorne either because the decision making has been very raunchy to say the least, this year. So I'm going to go with dead even, um, just in my opinion, even though I do believe that
0: J.J. is a much better quarterback.
2: Wow. Um, it's, it's just I'm in this game. By those
0: I, am, I am too. Um, running back, I mean, we can talk about it a little bit, but uh, if, if, if any of you said anyone Walker, besides Blake Corum. If, if,
1: if Kenneth Walker was still here, I think well, it would be a discussion, but there's no discussion. Right. He's not. not. He's yeah. in the NFL. It's well, Blake Corum.
2: And then the second best is Donovan Edwards.
0: Yeah, he's mm-hmm. the second best running back between these two teams. I would, I would agree.
2: It's not uh, this. This is the this is where Michigan can gain control of the game, and they can th- do to Michigan even, State. In my opinion, this is it's what they did. This last is year. the biggest difference in position groups. This and maybe one other position group, but um,
0: <laughs> yeah, the, this, <laughs> we know the, what we're talking. about. Actually, I think there's two other position groups. Oh, yeah. that I would but say, but this, yeah,
2: this is this isn't even close. I don't think we need to spend much time on it. This, Agreed.
0: Yeah, Blake Corm's a stud. Um, He's outstanding. And yeah, so let's move to an interesting one. Wide receiver. I think you could see both sides on this. I'm leaning one way, but I'm not as fully in on one way as I am on some of the others, but I'll let Cam start.
3: Uh, give me MSU in this one. I think that when Peyton Thorne is at the top of, or not even, when Peyton Thorne is at 80% of his game, because mind you, I've we've probably not seen him play up to even a third of his full potential this season. Just with whatever's going on with him behind closed doors, if he's up to 80%, this wide receiving core can just torch anybody in the nation. Just with the way that, I mean, you take a look two years ago with the way that Ricky White played in a spectacular game. Against Michigan, and now you have guys like your Jaden Reed's, your Trey Mosley's, your Keon Coleman's, your Christian Fitzpatrick's, whenever you need them. I mean, they they have depth. Christian um,
0: Fitzpatrick—that's a name I haven't
3: heard in a while. They have depth of guys that they can go out and make one or two catches when you need them, without having to rely on the deep ball like they've been with Reed. So for me, I just I think that in terms of sheer weaponry and the amount of guys that they have. In you know, down the depth chart, I think Michigan State ekes this one out, and by eke I mean like this is your fifty point five to forty nine point five. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm also gonna go with Michigan State. I just the depth is is one thing, but just there's not many positions that I can say that I truly believe Michigan State is top three in the Big Ten. Um, and I think this is one of them. I think Michigan is is just behind them. Um, it's very interesting to kind of see what Michigan's doing with Andrell Anthony because he's a freak. Um, and he really hasn't seen as much use as people might expect him to. Um, Ronnie Bell has been there for like 30 years. I think he's was a freshman at Michigan the same year I was a freshman in high school, it feels like, um, but he never really plays. He's always hurt. And then uh, Roman Wilson is a pretty good, um, I, I can't even say pretty. He's a good wide receiver. But I think Trey Mosley is highly undervalued just because he doesn't get the ball as much as some of these other res- receivers. Um, but he doesn't really ever drop passes. He's very reliable in the slot. Jaden Reed is completely, he, We saw him play the slot a lot against Wisconsin. He can kind of do everything, and Keon Coleman is, I would say, might be the most athletic wide receiver out of both teams. So I'm going to go with Michigan State just because of the depth. Um, I like their starters a little bit more, um, but I
0: think this one's close as well. I'm going to go <sighs> – I'm also going to go Michigan State. Um. Michigan's receiving core is very deep and very good, but I I think that I'm going to take Reed as the best receiver, and then I'm going to take Coleman at two or three. He could be two. He might not be two. He might be three. But either way, I'm I'm going to take Michigan State at wide receiver. And I
1: think Trey Mosley is a top five wide receiver too. In oh that yeah, list. And just, yeah. I yeah. put him. I think I put him at five. On he could be. And then, so, difference. that's I mean, that's kind of the kicker is Trey Mosley is just – he's very reliable.
2: All right, I'm going to say I would if, – if this was – if the Wisconsin game never happened, I would be leaning probably closer to even. But I'm going to go a different – I'm going to go – well, I'm going to go MSU, but I'm going to go for a different reason. I don't really care about depth that much. And if we're talking just this game, I, I think that Keon and Jaden need to have the ball in their hands – as much as possible and I think that these those are two guys that if Michigan State's gonna win the game they're gonna have to have similar games they did against Wisconsin and I think that they can. And I think that Keon Coleman is in in this the way I think that they're gonna play with the jump balls, I think that out of any receiver in this game, he's the best at high pointing the ball. He's uh might be the most athletic. And I think that he's really starting to f- to find his own this year, and we saw some crazy catches last week. We've seen some crazy catches really all year from him. So I'm going to go MSU, and I think the depth is. I think the depth is even. I think top end Michigan State has the top end talent, and I think that that's what's going to win them this game if if they are able to pull it off.
1: The tight end position is kind of an interesting one, which is the it, one we're about really to get to. It really is Michigan's. I don't even he if he played all year he would he would probably be like a first team All American. He's just, he's a I mean, very, that's high praise. Definitely, I, don't know that I, I, I don't know that I would say I, okay, Eric
0: Gall would be a first team all American. I,
1: I he he's definitely a, a first team Big Ten player. Um and then I don't know that he's you're the best than, players,
0: I don't know that he's better than uh the guy at Ohio State that I'm blaming I, out his name of.
1: I do. I think he is he there's not many players from Michigan that I just Cannot or Sam Laporta, at Iowa. He's still at Iowa.
0: Sam okay, Laporta. He's
1: got Petrus throwing him the ball. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Well, uh, correct,
0: but yeah. Sam so Laporta's I mean, Eric All,
1: when healthy, is just so dominant that he's a player um, that I. J- he's very frustrating to watch because he can do everything. He can block. He can catch. He can run. Um, so he is out. Um, I think Daniel. Barker is the second-best tight end out of those two um, if if everyone's healthy. So I'm going to go MSU pretty much just because of Daniel Barker. Malik Hall has big play skills. Um, Tyler Hunt will eat up snaps and do exactly what you tell him to do. Um, Eric Hall is obviously out, so that helps MSU a little bit in this one. So I'm going to go MSU on that.
2: I'm going to go Michigan because their offense – Shoonmaker has stepped in pretty nicely and he's kind of um a safety blanket for JJ and he's pretty reliable as well. Obviously, I think Eric Hall is is very good and um him being hurt definitely help or definitely hurts Michigan. Um and has hurt them offensively. Uh their running backs have picked up that slack. Um but I think that the flashes that Malik Carr and Daniel Barker have shown this year are higher than Shoemaker, but Shoemaker is much more consistent. I think that um, if Barker and, and Carr hit on some big plays, which they could, that would mean Michigan State's offense is, is playing pretty well because it seems like – seems to me it just seems like Malik Carr makes – every time Malik Carr makes a big catch and run, it seems like things flow well after that or right before that. Um So I think that could be a sign of good things, but I just think that Shoemaker consistently has been better.
3: I mean, I like the arguments on both sides. I just think that missing a top tight end means that when you have possibly number two and number three in that total group, I would take Carr and Barker over one – or I would take all over both of those, but, I mean, with him out. To me, it's – and I'm kind of just thinking about it as this way, like if Michigan State's going to win this game, they're going to need to have those two position groups or your wide receivers and your tight ends play lights out. Because mind you, you're going to need guys that can actually block and not let Peyton run because I get it. Harbaugh says that Peyton's a good quarterback on the run. It's a slightly iffy statement sometimes. So uh, yep. I think Payton Thorne
1: is I elusive. Think so. I think he can get out of he's issues good. He's
2: good at when he has to,
1: but he's not, just, he's not a mobile quarterback. No. He can, he can get out of, he
2: that, can step up in I'm,
1: the pocket and go if he has to, but he his his first thought isn't run. Even when he breaks yeah. out of the pocket, a lot of times he looks to throw and that's where he gets in trouble because he does have the talent to just run. Um, and a lot of times maybe he should just tuck it and run.
3: I just I think that Michigan State's tight end core possibly takes this one. And if Michigan State is going to win this game, it's going to have to be from the tight end core. They're going to have to protect Peyton.
0: Yeah, I, I I will also go Michigan State. I think Schoonmaker is good at Michigan as their tight end that's come back. But I think that the duo of Daniel Barker and Malik Carr gives Michigan State an edge if they play well. We'll have to see what happens. We'll see where that is. That might be the last time I pick Michigan State until the punter position, but... uh, This next one, I think, is pretty easy Offensive line is another one like running back. I don't even think there's really a need to talk about it. Everyone agrees it's
1: Michigan by quite a bit. So the next one I have a question for, though. Michigan's might be the best in the country. Yeah, Michigan has a dominant offensive line. Um, Is the D-line question for pass rush or for... Run stop.
2: I think it's overall.
1: Overall, then. Wait, this, this is a,
2: Is Win, Are we counting Winman as a linebacker or? or I'm counting him mean, as a linebacker. Yeah, as am okay. I?
1: Because I'm going to go. I for D line. I think it's Michigan. Yeah, I also. Think they are going to establish don't really have much to say. There. Yeah, like, the
3: I, trenches yeah. are going to be. It's not going to be very deep water Mike trenches. Morris has
2: been, yeah, that's going to Mike a Morris has impressed me. He's very good. That's, that's very um, problematic. And yeah, Michigan's defense is allowing only 17 points a game, and it, it really has started with that defensive line. So. I think it's. I think that that's got to be.
0: Uh, I
1: think we're on Michigan. the yeah. same page here. Uh,
0: Linebackers is interesting though.
1: With Winman, if they run the four three, I think MS, I, I'm going to go even. I'm not going to say MSU is better. I agree. I think uh, Jacoby Winman is an elite uh, tight end. I think he can pressure the quarterback when needed, but that is not his normal um, position. I think he looks. Pretty good at that linebacker position, as he always has. He did at UNLV. He did last week. Um, so I'm going to say even on that one. Um, you are too, as well. Cam, you are. Liam?
2: I would say Michigan State's better if Darius Snow is healthy. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to go even. I agree. I think Winman, I think depth-wise, Michigan is far superior. But Winman, we've seen Winman force six fumbles this year. So he's a game-breaker, really. He can... Turn the game on his head, on its head, just uh, with one play. So I think that factor evens it out because he can turn you over. He can, um, he doesn't miss tackles. Uh, he's just uh, such a solid player. So I think him by himself evens it out.
1: Could you imagine uh, a linebacker trio of Jacoby Windman, Darius Snow, and then insert a pro- most likely Cal Holiday, Cal Holiday. and well, put Vance Van been in. Vance, so- yeah, Vance. That's what I said. Insert. But Van Sumer's looked very good, um, very quick side Deadly. to side. Uh, Deadly. Th- the next one I think is pretty easy too.
0: Yeah, corner. I think both corners and safeties are clear Michigan advantage. Oh yeah. Uh, not, I it, for I, me it's not. I even think
1: close. I think X makes it a little bit closer, but I still think Michigan's— Agreed. A just a the safety closer, position, but, still not close but it's the the still. World. And that's another one. If if Darius Snow was there and you had Darius Snow. Xavier Henderson at safety or if Snow was playing linebacker, I think that helps it swing um one way or the other. Um like if Snow was in linebackers, I think MSU has a better one. If Snow was a safety, I think that makes it more even. But I think I think, I think they're he's just he's not there. So it's
3: Snow looked more natural at linebacker
1: anyway. I I see I don't know because he can cover. So he can um,
3: cover, but he had the frame you, to be able to play like a nice speedy linebacker around the edge, which is what went you have like to him do. like linebacker well. better too. I I like like if viper he plays type. the next
1: level, he's probably going to be a, a, like a like, viper type, like a player. slot, yeah. like free yeah. safety, like just kind of roam. Yeah. Um kicker, I yeah, it's not close. It's yeah, not... Moody,
3: Moody by a mile. Yeah. Like I'm I, when you're still trying to juggle your kicker. Liam, I'm assuming you're joining it. us? That's uh,
1: and we're all going the same. The best punter in the country, yes, Bryce Barringer.
3: Rex specs for the win,
1: and that's not even being a fan. I think it's how many he's won
3: the Ray guy a few times. Yeah, at least and
1: I, and I, as of right the now of the week. Yeah, he is the well, favorite yeah, guy, and he the is week. the favorite to win um, that award. So, I I mean, I think it's. I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, it
3: helps when the offense has to punt. Up, it.
2: Robbins is a solid punter. I don't. No, like, yeah, I don't Michigan think he's a bad punter. Robbins is bad, but Berenger better.
1: Berenger has a boot. Andy, wears the goggles?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna push on the last one. I
1: don't for me, know. For it's me, coaching, th- I'm gonna push.
0: For me,
3: the only reason why I picked what I did was because I'm also putting in style.
1: Oh, if we go style,
0: <laughs> style should be its own. Style should Sorry. not be. I can't- <laughs> style should not be a part of this and Syria was that, agrees was that mine or <laughs> no it was mine I oh, yeah. okay so um, I,
3: I will say this though just because it is the fact that Harbaugh is known to just blow these games
0: yeah he beat Ohio State so now I don't know yeah I'm, it's just, I'm going to take a push but I think I'd lean Michigan this ah, is my, what's the, this is
3: my what's argument
2: the, what's the Is are we doing just this year or overall just overall just coaching
1: well, Mel's 2-0 against Harbaugh correct Harbaugh has a Big Ten championship
2: correct
3: and Mel Mel seems to have figured
2: out a way know. to I go back and go Michigan right
1: now. I'm just going push. though. Are we yes. counting coordinators uh, or just head coaching?
0: Just head Ooh. coach. Just, just head coach. Just
1: okay. head coach. Then I probably go Michigan. I probably I probably take Mel. If we we're going coordinators, I think I go Michigan.
0: Yeah, it's up to you guys. I guess. What do you want to do? I'm going push. You want to coach it as a whole. We'll I do think
3: coaching as a whole to keep
1: it.
2: If it's coaching as a whole, if it's thing. coaching as a whole, I'm taking Michigan. Yeah, so am I. But we'll if do, we're just, why, go, don't,
0: why don't you? Let's do
2: head coach. Well, not, uh, we already gave it away. But I was going to say we do coordinators separately. So I mean, coordinate we, I think so head coaching is a push. Just do head coach by itself. We okay. Don't need to get let's do that. And I'm going to go. I'm push.
0: Gonna push. I'm going to go Michigan. And I'm going to go Michigan State. All right. Well, that's it. We can count it up, but we really don't need to because we split sometimes. But for the most part, Michigan with. A pretty good size advantage here, except for punter except and wide for punter. receiver, tight end. All right, and linebacker. Since we're all this even. is a Michigan State <laughs> podcast, I'm going to go around and ask you guys each for a question. That I'm going to ask Mr. Sloak at the end of the pregame show. So if you guys want to hear yeah, this I, answer again,
1: yeah, or I won't answer this one. Be tuned. I don't oh know yeah. what I'm going to no, do. No, we won't.
0: We won't. So it's just you guys, Liam and Cam, because okay. we need to keep our answers away from there. Because you got to make sure you tune in to the Spartan Red Zone pregame show coming from Ann Arbor. That'll start at about seven ten, a half hour before kickoff at the Big House. So I don't even know if you guys know the question I'm going to ask because I ask this a lot. But if Michigan State wins this game, why?
2: I have three things. Am I allowed to say three? Sure. Why not? One. Why? One reason why they win this game. Because I don't think – I don't I, the reason I have three first really quickly is I don't think one factor gets this game won for Michigan State. I think Michigan's too good. I think they have to play – I'm going to give one on, on all three phases. One Three things – or one thing that's happened in each phase of the game. Offensively, Keon and Jaden have to be the best offensive players in the game, and I think that they should be the vocal point of the entire offense. I don't know if you should – obviously, I'm not saying abandon the entire run game, but – I'm almost saying abandon a lot of the run game because I think that they have their. I think Jaden and Keon have advantages one on one in space against Michigan's defensive backs and a lot of during a lot of this game I think they will. So I think you got to feed them the ball. Number two on defense, I think Jacoby Windman has to force another turnover. If not Jacob, I think they just have to force a, a turnover. But I, I was, I guess, more specifically, I think Jacoby Windman has to keep playing. As good as he has been, enforce another turnover, and the one I was gonna say at first, uh, if I just had one choice, would be Jaden Reed return touchdown because he has had two that got called back, and he has the potential to do it, and we saw him do it all the time last year. He's one of the best return men in the country, and I think that he'll be good. He's good enough to be even a good return man at the next at the next level in the NFL. I think he has to show up at the biggest moment, and I think he has to to flip flip the game over, Maybe probably early in the game. There we go, those are my three.
0: Cam, I'll
2: you go have three, three too. Well. You guys
0: are cop outs. They each took three. Slowik. Like. Okay, but do you? Do you? So
2: so. But do you think uh, this? I always just one, do one. Yeah, but is there? If Michigan State does one thing, go, like they have to do more my, than one thing. My big, my one
3: big, thing, my one thing that they have to do. If this is like uh, end all be all,
2: you have to win the turnover battle.
3: Okay, there so there it, go. it goes it goes through with what you said about Winman, and it goes through with my questions about. Thorne's decision making the other two i would say that if they cop were to happen out, if they were cop to cop happen out. yeah you you can't get down early you seriously you I just mean, can't I agree, with the with the way, with uh, the way that not, the offense I think has that's been every playing, game you have you have to find a way to score within the first two or three well, like, sessions.
1: my 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 one takeaway for the, obviously they needed to do a lot to even come close to beating ohio state mine was possess the ball twice as long as ohio state did if yeah, they had the ball for happen. 2 minutes every time Ohio no, State I had the ball for one. Still, I think, think that, that it would have been a game um, for <laughs> C.J. Stroud to make big plays. Uh, obviously, he did that anyway, so I, it didn't really I just, matter. Can, can, I, just say
0: last thing?
2: Anyway. can yeah. I just say
1: my last yeah, thing? Can I just say my last thing? Yeah, yeah. you can take your cop-out. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Cop-out number two from Cam. Win the big play margin. Okay. I mean, yeah. All right. Your cop-outs are there. All right. Let's move into the pick em boys. Sloak and I will give our uh, predictions and our keys on the SRZ. Just before the game. Pre-game show, right before, and that'll be the last thing we do before the game. Before Mr. Slowick or probably be I, probably at like
1: seven twenty. Yeah, maybe seven thirty. A pro- approximately. It. It's, a,
2: it's a night game. It's going to be pretty wild. Yeah, it'll it's just be interesting crazy. to see whether
0: you'll hear Mr. Slowick or myself for the first half. I don't think we know yet. No one knows. Yeah. Keep it a mystery. Not even us. So we'll get it figured out. But now we're going to move into the pick'em, where things are getting interesting. I am tied for first with Liam still after each of us going two and three last week to become perfectly balanced, as all things should be. 17, 17 and one for both of us. Cam is 16, 18 and one, one game back. And Slowick all the way back, two behind. 15, 19 and one, still in last place, but within striking distance yeah. going into this week. Yeah. I was like nine behind at one point. You I don't you think you were ever nine behind. But
2: I'm.
1: I've been. I've been just the slowly breaks. chipping away. I'm in last. I'm. I He's know. Been I'm, I'm, I'm in. La- yeah. I've. i just kept chopping. That's right, it.
0: Here is our pick'em for the week. We got five games. A couple of Big Ten games. A couple of SEC games, and a A-C-C- kind of A-ish. ACC game in the middle. ACC so, basketball. We're gonna start Big Ten, and, and we're gonna go Ohio State at Penn State. Minus fifteen and a half for the Buckeyes in Happy Valley, big noon kickoff. Let's start with Cam Buckeyes by a million.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think this is so free. This I think it's so so free, so free. I'm, I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking. What I'm hearing right I'm now. Taking, <laughs> I I'm taking. I'm taking Ohio State by at least three touchdowns. That line could be twenty. I would still yeah, take Ohio State.
2: How, when, how many games has Ohio State played on the road this year? I uh, don't care. They played it's in East still- Lansing. That's and it. they looked yep. good. That's it. They're going to Happy Valley. If this was right after the Michigan game, right after, or if this was right after Penn State had played Michigan, maybe I would ha- take Ohio State to cover, but they got their swagger back. Penn State got their swagger back a little, a little big at home. I think that this is a game. Ohio State's going to get punched in the mouth early. They got punched in the mouth against Iowa, but they were lucky it was at home, and they're lucky Iowa can't score because this, like, I just think, I, you guys are about free the other way. I think Penn State covers, not wins, but I think that they cover and Ohio State's going to need to pull something in the fourth quarter to, to, do you to think, put this game away.
1: Do you think Penn State's
0: defense is even close to Iowa's defense?
2: I think they're still good. Mm. I, I
0: think, here's my thing, Ohio State's going to cover in this game, in my opinion, because it's a noon game. If it was a night game, if it was the whiteout, I yeah. think that's Ooh, different. That's true. Support. But it's a noon game. They
2: played, okay, Ohio State's played one road game.
0: I I hear you. And they scored I still like think 50 they cover. Points. I still think they cover. I think they can win this game by 17. And yeah. they might even be garbage time points late. I think I think Ohio State covers in this one. I'm going to take them. Liam can. Don't back out the Penn State. I don't State. know why I Liam's. I was going to say, this. Liam seems like a little like well, defensive on it. And get, also, it's don't, funny that. I
2: don't get why. I mean, you want me Penn just. Penn State's getting. Just like I know they played horrible against Michigan, but other than that, they've been they gave good. up
0: 416 and rushing yards in that game. Yeah, I that's understand. a lot of rushing but yards. But I,
2: I mean, uh, uh, Ohio State did not run 100. the ball very well at all against against Iowa.
0: Yeah, but it's Iowa. Nobody runs but the ball Penn well against Iowa. Is good though. They gave
2: up 416
0: rushing other yards in that
2: game. I understand their rushing defense is <laughs> one of the best in the country outside of that one game.
0: I mean, but you could also argue that's the only time they've played a team with a rushing attack that's going to be anywhere near what I Ohio understand. State has.
2: I understand. I just think that I don't think that it's a. To, I don't think it's a top unit in the country, but I don't think it's a joke.
0: Oh, well, I would agree, and I don't think that this game is going to be a forty-point blowout. No, but I think Ohio State covers minus fifteen. I, I agree. Liam just if wants I, the backdoor. I don't cover. know why I'm trying to convince right, you Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, I'm lost. Stay on your side. Another game that's a big one in terms of the spread. The Florida Georgia line is. <laughs> Go ahead, Liam. It. What is the Florida-Georgia line?
2: Florida at Georgia, and the Florida-Georgia line is Georgia minus 22.5.
0: Yep. He was so was excited. So, I've been waiting about an hour to say that. He, he has. All right. Liam, why don't you start then? Um, so many points.
2: So see, many. It's, I want to take Georgia, <laughs> but I think that oh, they've been playing a lot better recently. I think that. I wish I didn't have to go first on this one. I'm going to go Florida because I think Georgia looks ahead to Tennessee the next week. Just a little bit. And oh. we've seen them struggle a tiny bit offensively at some points this year. Not recently, but at <laughs> some points this year. So, I'm going to go Florida and I'm going to say I don't like this pick, but that's a lot of points.
1: Give me the Dogs. Uh this is this is my strategy. It's it's not a great strategy, um but I think Oregon is better than Florida in Oregon <laughs> and Oregon lost, Oregon I don't lost like by forty six. So I'm gonna take Georgia. You Only just made Liam love it, his pick. If it was in the swamp, <laughs> if it free, um, if it was free. in the swamp, I would probably take Georgia to cover. I would imagine the line wouldn't be twenty two and a half. Um, but I think they could. I think they could win by twenty three or more.
3: Damn. Go dogs.
1: Yeah, d- yep. they're like they're like the Buffalo so Bills. Be, I won't bet be against them until they give good me a start reason for me
2: on, on Saturday, or I am going to be down bad, last place.
0: down, <laughs> yeah, down. Uh, all right. <laughs> Technically, if this goes, if things go correctly, Liam and Sloat could be tied after the first two games on Saturday. Yeah,
2: or, or I could really, or he could be four games really up on him and
0: two games up on me for and first three games up on me. Yeah, well, you're in the middle, so you're irrelevant. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, usual. I'm just kidding. I'm you're just kidding. Right. I'm just hey, kidding, Cam. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm a middle child, Cam. I get the interest of being in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame at Syracuse. Q's minus two and a half. I'll start. Give me Syracuse. Bounce back win. Four Q's. Give me Otto the orange. And Cam is bursting at the seams to scream yeah. about Syracuse. So go ahead.
3: Let's go. The fighting shot, Tuckers, baby. We're taking this one. Let's go.
0: I'm not Fear letting
1: the Liam o. go last. Go o. First. Oh. The o. Liam. I, I'm not going last. No, the I, scissors. Scissors. I go first most no. of the time. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock,
0: paper, here's paper, here's scissors. the play-by-play. One, two, three. They both went rock. Oh! And Liam wins. He I, went paper. Slunk uh, went back to rock. Went to the uh, well one too many times. Uh, I, I, I lost uh, a <laughs>
1: uh, uh, sports to director Brendan Shabath in a... Uh, best of 5 I think we threw 20 things and I threw rock every single time and he just did not trust me to throw anything else um mm. don't make me Mm. mad I don't like Notre Dame they're on the road I'm taking Syracuse Liam you can have Notre Dame
2: Sean Tucker won't be pleased with his performance. Notre Dame's gonna win. <laughs> Yo, that's
0: <a> <laughs> wild. <laughs> I love that. I, know, I knew. How I love that reference. How now, now, dare if, you? If,
1: if I would have, uh, if I would have beat you in rock paper scissors, would you have gone Notre Dame?
2: Probably, yeah. I think that Notre Dame's talented, and that's the thing. They still have talent on that roster. They just haven't really played. I don't think Notre Dame's I think
1: bad. Syracuse I just was, like Syracuse. They're
2: just not I do good. Too. I, I honestly, it's at the Carrier I Dome they that's still good. called the Carrier Dome, even it's though it's not carrier actually dome. called the Carrier Dome. See, yeah. I, and it's not like I, I... I do like Sean Tucker. I like Syracuse. Dino Babers. And I, I do I, like him. I just, I think that I, I like Notre, Notre Dame's Dame has new more talent on their team, and I think that Syracuse was flying way too close to the sun, and mm. it's going to be a letdown performance. They almost, they've they had them. They were probably thinking, if I was thinking that they're going to the playoff, I think that they were thinking they were going to the playoff, and that's... Oh, Long way to fall down after blowing. How dare
3: you throw an Icarus reference in there? It's (laughs) not cool.
0: All right. Moving on to the other SEC matchup Kentucky at Tennessee.
1: Tucky. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not taking them, but that's what I have written. (laughs) That is what he has written. Tucky
0: and 10. This actually is going to be a sneaky good game. I think Tucky's kind of slept on. I I like this game. I think it's going to be a fun one. Uh, Tennessee.
2: Yeah, Tennessee. See, this is why you go first. You just say it. You don't. Yeah, I, w-
1: I would agree, Tennessee. See, because I unlike you, I don't like thinking. Liam? I just want to say what I what I want.
2: What's your pick? Uh, I think I think Tennessee's offense is too much for Kentucky to keep up with. Now,
1: if if you think that te- Georgia could be looking forward to Tennessee. Do you think Tennessee could look, be looking forward to Georgia?
2: No, they're looking forward yes, to Kentucky. Yes, they but I think, think want fried is that good.
0: They're just glad that they have goalposts again, boys. Yeah, that's true. Um, they, Cam, definitely, they definitely get, could be yeah, looking forward. Good old Rocky Top. Okay. We're all, right. all there, so that game is hopefully a free win for our egos. Hopefully Tennessee wins by 12,
1: and it puts another column in the last <laughs> one. <form.
0: laughs> yeah. Alright. MSU at U of M. Michigan minus 23 in the 115th edition. Of the rivalry between these two squads. The battle for Paul Bunyan. Michigan State's won ten of the last fourteen. Do they make it eleven? Or at the very least, do they make it another year of not losing by twenty-three? Let's have, no start with Liam. All right.
2: I've made I've made a lot I made up a lot of ground this year betting against Michigan State. So with that being said, Michigan State's gonna cover, and this is gonna be a very close game. I'm excited. I think that I really do think that Keon and Jaden are going to make Michigan fans sweat this one out. I don't think Michigan State's going to win, but I think that I think that, that that Wisconsin game was a lot of magic. They had time to get healthy, Slade, Xavier Henderson on defense. I don't think their defense is going to play particularly great, but I think it can stop them just enough to make this a game.
0: We all know that that Wisconsin game only had magic because it was the weekend that Sloak was in a bunny costume, but... That's not the point. Spartans bring the magic homecoming.
2: Yep.
1: Um, there is a picture. It may get posted with this podcast. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? No.
0: Who knows? Sloic's the one that posted, so if it does, it's it's Sloic. Um uh, no one you know knows who's slow-like? in the
1: bunny costume. Uh yeah. <laughs> I think if Michigan wins, they'll win by fourteen. If Michigan State wins, they'll win by less than a touchdown. Gimme Michigan State to cover. If they lose, it'll be a close one.
3: Okay. By close,
1: I mean two touchdowns.
3: All right. Cam, good teams win, great, great teams, teams cover. cover. Give me Michigan State.
1: I wouldn't go on calling them a great team, but oh, I no, this is not it. This, is
2: not, a good, good, not this
3: yeah. is not even a yeah. good yeah, team. This yeah. uh, is not even a good team. Michigan honestly they understand. won't cover. This is not a good team. I might but have to do it, boys. Oh. oh, no, The fade? I
1: might
0: have to fade it. If Liam is riding with Michigan State and you don't, that's actually insane. If
3: Liam is riding with Yes, but if
0: you talk me out of it, it's a guaranteed Michigan covers. You know that, right? Based on every single other game we've picked this year. I, every but single thing Michigan it. shows, it, they should cover this. They so, they mean, will cover this. Okay. I think I think it's a rivalry game. I all week I've been telling myself I think Michigan State covers. And honestly, I still kind of believe Michigan State covers. Wrote your name, so way to <laughs> so not get, way to get a loss for yourself. All right, screw it. Nope. You already put I talked myself out of it. And I put myself down as on MSU side four times already while we were talking about this and then took it off. I'll go Michigan State. I think Michigan should cover this game, as you said, but it's a rivalry week. Michigan State will not win this game, I don't. I All don't rules believe. are off. I don't believe Michigan State wins this game. Uh, can but I, I think it's closer than twenty three.
1: Can I touch on something real quick?
0: Sure. Uh, c- former MSU
1: alum and current MSU students are currently guarding Sparty twenty four seven. At least two people on a shift at a time, and that right there is grit. And that is why. Have you Have you never heard of that before? No, they've always done it. Oh, so I'm, saying, every year. I'm saying, like, it's already, it's going on, and yeah. it's getting cold, and these people are just sitting out there. They're vibing, loving life, protecting Sparty.
0: Yep, I just saw also,
2: on Twitter also uh, two seconds ago. You, there's a Michigan's a better team, obviously, but uh, week in the weekly weeks leading up to the game, because both teams had a bye week, um, there has been a lot of talk from Michigan players, a lot of quotes that I know are bulletin board material. And oh Michigan yeah, Donovan State, Edwards had one for sure. Yeah, Michigan. I know Michigan State hasn't.
1: Not a great role model.
2: Michigan State hasn't uh, has not played in with that, or they have not really talked that much, which I think is smart. Be one because they're the worst team this year and two because even if they're, you're the better team i don't think it's good to give you that like a rival that uh that uh, that that weaponry that they can hang up
0: well we'll have to see how it goes time for the plugs at the end of the episode as always you can catch mr slok and i on the call of this one from the big house in ann arbor with the spartan red zone pregame show starting around seven ten p.m Keep an eye out on the Twitter account to let you know on that one. You can listen to that at impact89fm.org backslash listen live. Or if you're in the Lansing, East Lansing area, tune in at 88.9 FM. Also, we've got an app because there's an app for everything. So download the Impact 89 FM app and listen live right on there. It's nice and easy for you. And you also have to tune in to the Green and White Report on Sunday with Mr. Slowick and Mr. Brendan Shabath to break down that Michigan State-Michigan game and break down everything else in sports going into the NFL on Sunday and everything else in between. You're not going to want to miss it. Same places to listen to those, impact89fm.org, backslash listen live, on the app or 88.9 FM in the Lansing East Lansing area. We'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening to us for this last hour. We appreciate it and can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Have a going.